Hello, everyone. Hildy's Hot Takes, episode 18. Yes, that is 18. Every time, like, I don't know, every episode I say what episode it is now, I'm just like, holy shit, that many episodes already? Like, it's, it's fucking incredible. But yeah, episode 18 coming to you live, 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 live from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yes, I have embarked on the trek from Kamsak, Saskatchewan down to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Let me tell you a little bit about my travel. So I left on uh, last Thursday morning, the 7th, I believe, August 7th. And I drove 10 hours to Ottertail, Minnesota to my one of my best friends, Joe Nathy, to his cabin on Ottertail Lake. Joe, recently a certified CPA, yes, a certified, certified public accountant. He's a fucking beauty. Uh, we golfed it up. It was a good time. We both had 80. Uh, just kidding. He had a tough round of golf on the next day. But I had 80 watch going into the last hole and a couple, few too many liquor drinks. You know, it was dark out, pulled out a three wood. I needed an eagle. I was feeling good, but uh, lost my drive and called her quits after that. Um, Border was quick and fast. You know, usually I don't know what is going on at the border there, but like when I'm going and I have my my travel visa stuff and my immigration stuff, you know, work for work uh, to come down to the States, you know, I give them my stuff and then they tell me to go inside. I park my car, I go inside. They're like, yeah, just take a seat. We'll be with you in a minute. And it's just like three people in this big room with a bunch of computers and this like a waiting room. And they're just seemingly like watching YouTube videos. And more often than not, I'm sitting there for like 45, 50 minutes. And then they're like, yes, Jared, come up. And then I do a couple of prints. They take my picture and I pay six bucks and I'm on my way. But no, this one was nice. 15 minutes max. Jared, we're ready for you. Did the same shit. Paid my six bucks. I was on my way. So that was nice. Just not sure what those people do. But yeah, the, the reset day in Minnesota was great. Went in the lake, got some grounding, a little cold exposure, played a little golf. It It's tough compounding those long driving days in a row, like two or three. Like last season when I drove down to Jacksonville, it was, um, I split it up. I went to Duluth and stayed for a week. But even then it was Duluth or it was Minneapolis to uh, Indianapolis, which was, 10 hours. Then it was Indianapolis to Macon, which was another 10 hours. And then it was five more hours to Jacksonville. And if I wouldn't have taken a break in Duluth, it would have been 10 hours, 10 hours, 10 hours, 10 hours. Like that shit fucking gets to you. But anyway, 12 hour drive to Tulsa. I got a late start in the day on Saturday morning, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Basically on autopilot the entire time. Just crushing podcasts, not even really listening, not even really looking at the road, you know. Two hands on the phone, two knees on the steering wheel. Thank God for the rumble strips. But nonetheless, I made it. And I'm here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. The weather is pretty nice. It's been a little rainy the last few days. But I'm basically just comparing everything to last year in Birmingham, you know, to Oklahoma and and Alabama, to two states in the South. Um, Oklahoma doesn't really feel that Southy, Southy, Southy. It doesn't seem like Alabama where everybody is like complete hick talk. Like, Hey y'all, how y'all doing? It's, 
a lot of people talk normal here, which I was not, um, I was not expecting. Uh, there are strip malls everywhere, literally everywhere. You like all ever. I don't even know how to explain how many fucking strip malls there are, but that's all it is. It's strip malls, restaurants, apartment complexes. I'm driving around for three days here. I'm like, where are the fucking houses? Who lives here? Just businesses and like weird restaurants. There's so many restaurants with weird names that like have no parking lot, have no cars in the parking lot. It's like, how are they open? But sure enough, the open sign's still on. And finally, we see some houses and they're gated, gated in because I don't know, maybe a bunch of weird people here. A bunch of weird people do live here because I just ran some errands and everywhere I went, there was a fucking weirdo making a scene. Speaking of strip malls, in every single one, there's a smoke shop. And in that smoke shop might be another smoke shop. I saw one strip mall. There was three different smoke shops. It was a smoke shop, a smoke shop, another smoke shop, and a GNC. Like, what is that? Three smoke shops and a GNC in the one strip mall. Different ones. Like, which one do I pick? I have no idea. And then the weed dispensaries. Everywhere. Smoke shops and weed dispensaries. It's the only thing that you see or the only thing that you notice. I cannot believe it. And the weirdest thing is it's medical license only to buy the weed at the dispensaries here. But I was talking to um, the lady at the smoke shop when I was buying some completely legal Delta 8 products. Try it out. And she was saying that they basically just hand them out. Like all you need to do is make an appointment and show them, them, show them your ID and say that you need help sleeping. And they just give you a medical license and you just go get whatever you want. And then another astute observation I've made about Tulsa is there isn't not construction. Okay. That's a double negative for y'all. For y'all. There, you turn right, construction. You turn left, construction. You go straight, construction. You get out of the construction, boom, more construction. I don't understand how there can possibly be so much construction in one city, but if you drive, if you just do a standard five minute drive, you, you will see three different spots of construction, lane closures. And the weirdest part about it is there's nobody working. There's no workers. It's just cut some cut up road and some pylons, some cones. I don't know. My preliminary thoughts are that Tulsa, Oklahoma is definitely not as nice of a place as Birmingham, Alabama, but there definitely will be some more updates to come. Move on to the Hildy's Hot Takes primetime bets. As many of you all know, if you listen to the pod, I actually have no idea how many listeners there are. People always ask me, like, can you see how many listeners? Can you see how many listeners? I'm like, yeah, you know, Spotify shows you and and uh, the RSS server shows you approximately how many people are listening and downloading. But you know what? I don't give a fuck. Frankly, there could be zero people listening to this. In my mind, this is just me talking for 20 minutes, offloading a shit ton of CO2. It's very therapeutic. You know, I'm just sitting here in my living room in my apartment, which is eh, but what can you do? Um, just talking. And for 20 minutes, it's like a therapy session where you just go get things off your mind. You just do whatever. Okay. Anyway, primetime bets. Like I said, last week I went on three. That was shit. Record was three and six on the year. 
This week, turned it around. Went two and one. Okay? Brings my total back from the dead to five and seven on the year. Only a couple games under 500. Lots of season left. A couple playoff stops, playoff spots going to be available at the end of the season? I think so. Okay, the first one last Thursday. Rams minus two versus the Seattle Seahawks, which was easy money. Final score, 26-17. It was one of those games where I saw the two teams are playing and you just know, like you have your preliminary idea on how the game is going to go. And I just was like, Right away, like, ooh, that's Rams by a lot. Like, I thought the line was going to be a lot, right? I look on my my betting square, a.k.a. my laptop, and it's Rams minus two. And I go, easy. And I throw a fat uni on them. Fat uni. So that was easy money. Sunday night was not easy money. I had to put some thought into that one. Uh, It was Chiefs, Bills. The Chiefs were minus three. And I just wasn't confident at all in who was going to win that game. I was leaning towards Buffalo, but like Patrick Mahomes is getting to that point where, you know, he's tough to bet against, even though they're two and three now, which is crazy. But Mahomes is tough to bet against, like I said. So I wasn't confident who was going to win. It was an ale brighter. So I just decided to take the over. It was 56 and a half. That's a lot of points in the NFL to pick. But I knew there was going to be points, you know, given Mahomes and Josh Allen and the fact that the Kansas City defense is fucking garbage. Like, you get blown out in the Super Bowl and you come out and start the season like this just because you go to two Super Bowls in a row. Fuck. Talk about some complacency. But I was laughing at halftime. I think the point total was 38. It started raining and there was a delay. And at that point, you know, I went to bed. Uh time change here game start at 7 30 instead of 6 30 they end at 10 30 instead of 9 30 i can't stay up for the rest of it you know i gotta start winding down i'm elite athlete right i need to get my sleep so i went to bed i wake up in the morning i take a look at my phone and boom total end up being a 58 so that is cash money eyeing down three and oh on the week I threw a fat unit on the Ravens to destroy the Colts and that ginger fuck Carson Wentz. Hate that guy. And somehow the game goes to overtime. I was watching the first half again. I had to go to sleep after half because I'm a lead level athlete, blah, 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 blah. Uh, And I look in the morning and somehow the game goes to overtime and the Ravens win by six. But it was one of those where I saw the score. I was like, oh, but the spread was minus seven and a half. So, oh, well, positive week, and I am happy with it. On to the coveted NFL power rankings. All right, you ready? I'm going to do this quick, okay? This is going to be my top five teams according to my perfect eyeballs, perfect eyeballs and a huge brain. A surprising team out of the top 10 that you wouldn't think, but, you know, my eyeballs and huge brain tell all. I'm the best quarterback in the league, okay? Ready? Top five teams. Bills. Chargers, Bucks, Rams, Cardinals. You heard that? Buffalo Bills, Los Angeles Chargers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Los Angeles Rams, and the Arizona Cardinals. Now, I know the Cardinals are 5-0. and They're my fifth team because they look shitty, even though they're 5-0. and I'm not completely sold on Kyler Murray being able to take them to the promise line, and I fucking hate Cliff Kings- Kingsbury. You want to know who's at six? Chiefs. 
Okay, two and three, you'll see. They'll come back. That that abysmal defense will figure itself out. And Mahomes is Mahomes. I was listening to ESPN today while I was at Sports Clips getting my neck trimmed because my neck grows like an absolute gorilla. I'm trying to grow my hair out since I shaved it last April. And I'm looking good now, but I, like I said, I'm just at Sports Clips and these people on Sports Center are saying that Mahomes isn't like the guy said, the one guy said he had Mahomes at fourth best quarterback in the league. Are you fucking insane? Are you fucking insane, buddy? Stephen A. Smith shut him up and said basically what I'm about to say is the guy just went to two straight Super Bowls. He has one. He's fucking 25. He is, if not the best quarterback in the league, I just said Josh Allen was because he throws fucking missiles. Or did I even say Josh Allen was the best quarterback? No, I didn't. Best quarterback, Josh Allen. Guy throws absolute missiles. Like not those lobs that like Kirk Cousins will throw or or even like Tom Brady now that he's getting a bit older, even though he's looking fucking great. I would have him at two or three. You know, Allen, Mahomes, Brady, Herbert. Fuck, there's a bunch of quarterbacks this year. But anyway, this guy throws 50-yard ropes. Like, not touching this guy, Cam. Ropes. Right over, like, linebackers and secondary fingertips. Oh, here comes my roommate. He's going to walk in mid-recording. That's not what I wanted. I'm going in my room. Unplugging my computer. Please don't die. Fuck. <laughs> my roommate's actually from Saskatoon, which is insane. I drive all the way to Tulsa. And I drive all the way to Tulsa after living in Saskatoon all summer. I get to Saskatoon, meet my roommate. He's from Saskatoon. What are the fucking odds? Anyway, where was I? Chiefs at six. Sixth best team in the league, despite being two and three. One team out of the top 10 that you would not expect, even though they're putting up a lot of points and looking actually pretty good. Just kidding. They're not look. They don't pass the eye test. They're scoring points. And I just hate them as a franchise. The Cowboys are out of my top 10. Pretty much because of that hard knock season. Bunch of fucking losers. Anyway, if you live under a rock, hockey, NHL started yesterday. Some games on tonight. I'm excited to watch those. And I'm not going to say much on like anything to actually do with hockey or the players. I have a, what's it called? A, a, a brain to pick, pick to brain, whatever. I have something to pick with the advanced stat hockey nerds that produce these advanced stat cards with the war, the wins above replacement and all these other metrics. And then they just try to decide if a player is good or not, you know, when disputing contracts and all that shit. I believe I've talked about this or touched on it before, but these guys are fucking losers. They don't know shit about hockey. Okay. They think they know a guy is good or not, or if he played a good game or if it's going to be a good contract or if a team should sign this guy based on these little fucking Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh cards they make about these players. It's absolutely insane how these guys think they are credible in at least the smallest capacity. Like, I don't know much about the analytics side, but I know that they don't tell anything, okay? you got to use the eye test. You have to understand hockey. You have to see good plays, and you have to see bad plays. Like, there's plays that are great that I see that end up not looking so good. And there's horrible plays that work out. I see bad bounces. I see good bounces. I see everything that actually tells a story about how the game went or how a player played 
or what he did that was good or what he did that was bad without even looking at his numbers or his stats. So these fucking guys need to get off their high horse and get lost. If I hear one more loser media person ask a coach about an advanced stat related question or from an analytic standpoint, I will have to consider, okay, I'll have to consider it. I'm not going to use these words, but I might have to consider using some of the wordage along the lines of, I hope these guys fucking die or that they kill themselves. But I'm not saying that, okay, I'm not saying it. I'm just warming them. And lastly, before I send you off on your way, thank you for listening to this episode coming to you live from Tulsa, Oklahoma. 5G is a scam. A scam. 5G this, 5G that, faster downloading speeds, faster this, faster this. Shove it up your fucking ass, all right? 5G sucks. It's like, it's the same speed as LTE was two years ago. It's the same speed as 4G was before that. It's the same speed as 3G was before that. It's not any faster. You know, I see 5GE on my phone up in the top left corner. And I'm like, holy shit, this is going to be the fastest shit ever. I'm going to type my destination on my maps. It's going to fucking basically scream at me where to go. But it's, it's slow as shit. It's just the exact same thing. And then sometimes in the city, I'm driving, I'm looking at my phone and it says LTE and nothing works. Not one thing will load. So what is going on there, people? Fucking tech nerds. What is going on there? 5G is slow and LTE is even slower. And I thought it was supposed to be fast. Whatever. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week.